everyone. This is episode 603 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, March 18th. I don't know. I, I knew what date it was, but March felt very wrong for some reason. It is March 18th, and I am your host, Mark Uznez. Uh Today I'll be talking about more of the Division 2. I've put some more time into that. And news of the Battle Pass for apex legends we got the release date for it which is spoilers tomorrow we also have details on rewards and whatnot and a new legend being added and then after that i'll talk about a few things i've been watching because it's been a very busy weekend and i didn't have much time to do anything other than play some division two and and do a lot of work anywho so i've put I don't know, maybe a little over seven hours into the Division 2 at this point. And I've come to realize what my problem with the game is. It's way less solo-friendly than the first game. When I played the first Division, I went through the entire game by myself, and I never had any issues. I'm sure there were times where I hit frustrating moments or, or challenges or what have you, but... I don't remember any type of negative experience in that sense when playing by myself. I thought it was a solid challenge and a very enjoyable time playing by myself. I didn't need others to play with in order to have a good time. But with The Division 2, I think it's designed and tuned much more towards a a co-op mentality and and, uh, way of playing. I, I think... They really want you to play with other people. I'm sure this was in the first one or maybe added at some point, but you'll get notifications a lot that someone is asking for help in the same vein as like Dark Souls uh, where, you you know, they'll say this person's uh, looking for help and then you can press, I think, what is the select button, you hold it, and you'll be transported to their world so you can help them out and you can do the same if you need help. And... This is fine. I don't have a problem with this, but I do have a problem with games being geared so heavily towards co-op that the single-player side of uh, things isn't fun, and I haven't had much fun playing The Division 2. I find it frustrating at times. I think the time to kill is a bit too high, uh, for you, like it takes, it doesn't take as long for you to die as I think it did in the first game. I, and I went back to play the first game for just a little bit, and in that little bit of time, I was like, "Huh, this feels better." Though, of course, I had uh, a late game gun which felt really good, and I've gotten weapons now in Division Two that makes it feel a little bit better. But I think the bullet, uh, the the enemies are still too bullet spongy compared to the first and maybe they're not maybe they're exactly the same maybe they're not as bullet spongy i don't know but just my gut feeling having not you know taken enemies and done math uh, just just the way it has felt to me it feels like they're more bullet spongy and it's frustrating and i find that there are times where it's clear that i'm in a situation where I really need somebody else supporting me who can watch my flanks, watch my side so that I don't get flanked or anything. And that has led to some frustrating moments where the the rushers 
will come at me and I didn't see them coming from the side. So they were so far off screen from my field of view that they just ended up appearing seemingly out of nowhere, right next to me, hitting me. And then I, I get out of cover to shoot them or something, or they knock me out of cover. And then the people from the distance are shooting at me while they're attacking me. And I can only focus on one. Of course, I'm going to focus on the one right next to me, but inevitably I die because it doesn't take that many bullets uh, when you're out in the open to be downed. And then I just have to respawn from the nearest checkpoint or what have you and restart that whole scenario again. And I ran into a few moments where uh, a few parts in, in uh, some of the missions where I had to replay them a handful of times and it was just beyond frustrating, uh, which is disappointing because I love the first game so much and I want to love The Division 2, but so far it's not grabbing me. And there are, there are a lot of things too going on just with the, all these settlements and the safe houses and resources and these I don't think the the settlements, but the things in between settlements are one uh, space further than the settlements. They're looking for resources, so they want, I think, water, food, and some other kind of material. And then I give them this shit, and then I low, I, you know, I, I'll have a play session, return later, and the resources have been, uh, they've diminished somewhat, and and I just left wondering. Because I don't remember the game ever telling me exactly what the hell these things were doing. But they're doing something. Uh, the game does a decent job of telling you about things. But uh, I don't remember it telling me anything about that in particular. Uh, but yeah, I'm just going through the motions right now. And I'm not enjoying the shooting so much. Which is disappointing. And I think that is in part because... It's not the best shooter out there. It's an adequate shooter. But I, I, I think if I were playing it, if I was playing it on a PC and using a mouse and keyboard, I'd probably enjoy it more because I think the shooting and the aiming would feel better with a mouse and keyboard. I, I think it, it, it would be better to have that precision in this game. But I'm not. And I just find that some of the guns feel really shitty and it's more frustrating than it, it needs to be specifically when playing by yourself i have yet to try playing with a, a friend or just a random i might try that a little later just jumping into people's games when they ask for help though i'd also feel bad if i if i joined their game and i wasn't any help but yeah, it's just not clicking with me. I, I really like the world and, and the, the variety within it. Uh, movement and all that. Like it looks good. Movement is solid. Uh, moving from cover to cover can be a little annoying at times. But what I find really frustrating about it is just what I've said is that I think it's not geared towards solo play. Whereas the first one could very much uh, be played uh, by yourself. And I had a blast playing it by myself, you know, in the same way that I enjoyed playing Destiny by myself. You know, I, I these games that are heavily, you know, they, they heavily push them towards playing with others and, and all that. They should still be enjoyable by them uh, when playing by yourself. And the Division 2 right now is not doing that for me. Uh, maybe that'll change. I don't know. But after seven hours, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think it would start to click or something, but...
I'll see as I play more and, and even if even if I do play more and I play a lot more with other people, that's still not gonna make me any less annoyed that it, it's not anywhere near as enjoyable when playing by myself. Uh, but yeah, look forward to hearing more about that in the future. Moving on to Apex Legend and the Battle Pass, which will be coming out tomorrow, March 19th, for 950 Apex coins, which is equal to $9.50. Uh, the pass will come with three skins for Lifeline, Mirage, and Wraith right from the start. And I think it said, it said everyone who gets the pass can get these things, which I don't know if that means you just get them automatically, but... You also get, I think, uh, five Apex packs and like 20-something, not banners, but trackers and maybe a few other things. And then there are 100 rewards, so there are 100 levels to gain over the course of the season. You can buy a pass for 28 bucks, I think, which gives you the first 25 levels right away, which I won't do because I've already, I already, I already know I'm going to play the shit out of the game. Um and and the the rewards range from skins to everything you can unlock in the packs, of course, as well as seemingly from what I could see, uh, Apex coins as well, which you can use then to purchase the legendary skins or whatever that are in the store for a limited time, or uh, heroes as they come out. Because I'm not uh, the the new hero, I don't think comes with the battle pass, but maybe I'm wrong with that. I I don't know. Um, but you can also use that by Apex Packs, of course. And then the new hero that is coming out is called Octane. It looks like he belongs in Borderlands. As far as I could tell, there were no details about him, so I don't know if the rumors about this character are true that their abilities include something that uh, reduces their movement speed in favor of uh, better health or like increased health or faster health regeneration. I don't know. And then their their super is something related to those jump pads that sprang up around Marketplace randomly. Uh, so that may very well be the case. I, I, I guess that makes some sense. Octane, so they're probably like injecting a drug that makes them move slower, though you'd think Octane would make you move faster, but it increases health speeds or whatever. And then, you know, the jumpy-jumpiness of it all. Uh, more will be learned, of course, tomorrow. And uh, I will talk about it i'm sure on wednesday after i have experienced for it, it, it for a little bit but I, i'm excited that it's finally here and yeah i, I look at it as I, i've heard some people say that the rewards aren't as exciting as in other games but you know this is just the first season the first battle pass uh so they're still you know working everything out but for me someone who loves the game and has played it for countless hours dozens and dozens of hours pre any kind of pass or what have you uh i'm still going to play it regardless of this because i just enjoy playing the game I, I find it enjoyable so i don't need this as an incentive to keep playing this to me is just a nice bonus and i'll be getting more rewards than i usually do for playing which is nice i i am curious to see how the leveling uh works in terms of how much xp it requires to get from level to level like when it hits the max per level because i think at a point with when leveling your character you reach a point where you always need eighteen thousand xp to get the next level and if that's how much you need once you hit the highest point with the battle pass 
it may actually be kind of hard to get to level 100 uh, over the course of the season, which I didn't see anywhere on the page saying how long the season will be. I'm guessing two months or so, two to three months. And that means only the most dedicated would get that, which I guess makes sense, but it'd be a little frustrating if that was the case. I, w I would be so pissed if I made it almost all the way and got to level 99 and didn't get that 100, even though level 100 is only, I think, a rare skin, or like a legendary skin maybe, probably, for the Havoc rifle, I think, which I love, of course. But uh, I'm excited for it, and yeah, happy to support them with more money and i'm just i'm excited to uh see how see what this means for the future of apex Legends. i i just want to see how this is received and what we get in the future I, I but i'm more interested in seeing how they play around with the map like what they did with marketplace adding those jump pads and whatnot i, I want to see more of that that changes things up a little bit uh and what they might add to the game. Will they add vehicles? Hopefully not. But who knows? They may add something of those sorts. Uh, but yeah. that That's it game-wise. So in terms of what I've been watching. I watched Man on Fire. Which really bummed me out. Because the first far, uh, 45 or so minutes is really, really good. But as soon as Dakota Fanning is kidnapped. It turns into a long, drawn-out revenge flick essentially that really revels in some of the torture scenes and is way too over stylized and i just i didn't care for it. it 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 didn't keep me engaged which it should have but it was way too long the movie's like two and a half hours and it should be like two hours or an hour and 45 minutes there, there's a lot of movie there uh, and two there's just too much of it then i watched zero dark 30 which is the first time i watched it since it first came out and man oh man did i just find it boring as shit i didn't find anything about it exciting or, or interesting it wasn't it wasn't intense or anything like that. I, I stopped watching it before the raid on Bin Laden and all that, which is probably the, the only exciting part of the movie. But everything that comes before it is just a lot of talking and exposition and done in a way that doesn't keep my interest. You know, I, I watched an hour and a half of it, and then when I looked at how much I watched, I'm like, shit. Where the hell did that time go? What happened? What happened in this movie? Just a lot of people talking, some torturing going on, and, and inconsistencies uh, with characters where they seem to be distraught, and then they just flip a switch, and they're suddenly very confident just to make a scene, just to have that contrast, to make a scene have that extra oomph, or for them to say things that are are just things to say you know you know here's a here's a quotable line here's something that will be quoted um you know just just sound bites you know uh, in between 15 minutes of gobbledygook um so yeah there, there was that 
I also, this was a while back, but I, it's just reminded me of the military stuff. I watched 13 Hours again, which I didn't realize how Michael Bay it was, but it's so fucking Michael Bay. And now I'm talking about the dialogue. Maybe the action is good. I mean, it's probably good. He's got away with action, but the dialogue had me rolling my eyes so much that I just couldn't give a shit. Um, I watched Little Miss Sunshine for the first time since it came out. And that must have been right on the edge, because I remember liking it, but that must have been right on the edge before I grew up or whatever, where I got annoyed by how fake and, and clearly designed characters were. Because it's in the same vein as Juno, where you have these characters who are in no way realistic, and they just they are very paper-thin and are created clearly by a writer who thinks, oh, wouldn't this be funny? Why don't I just take this particular character trait and just multiply it by a thousand and that'll be good, right? It has to be good, uh, but that, that it doesn't work. And there, there are just, uh, they're just fake characters that I don't care about. And the the movie itself has moments that are, so unbelievable, especially when the, the grandfather dies. But then the way it, it treats the the final thing with the, the pageant and all that, and her so much the thing. Like I don't I don't like the fact that they decided to put her in a, a fast. Like I don't know what kind of message the movie's trying to say with the whole pageant and everything, and, and putting Abigail, whatever her last name is, in a fat suit because they had her. I'm pretty sure they had her like wear something. Uh, that I remember hearing or reading about that. But putting her in this pageant where she clearly doesn't fit in and she somehow came in second place even though she doesn't get made up the same way or have the same kind of quote-unquote talents that the other girls have. Uh, it just I, I don't understand how she even got second place. Like I don't buy that. Uh, and then her dance, which is just a stripper's routine, it's just like, okay, this would be funny. Would it make sense in the real world? Would this actually happen? No, it wouldn't. You know, it's a movie that is trying too hard. And, yeah, it doesn't work for me. Uh, other than that, and, you know, there are coincidences that are I, just whatever. Just not for me. No longer for me. I watched the first half hour of The Grey and... I guess there are probably, I'm probably liked parts of it that involve the wolves, but when it's not involving the wolves and it's just these people talking to each other, I'm like, fucking, you people all suck. This dialogue is crap. Like, this is, it's just like, I think people were just excited about, or they, whatever. They had Liam Neeson putting some glass between his fingers and punching a wolf in the face or whatever, and like, fucking, this is awesome. Love this. All that other shit, who cares? Whatever. I don't mind. But yeah. No. Not for me. I did watch something that I still enjoyed quite a bit, which is Undine. I believe that was the pronunciation, which is this Irish movie with Colin Farrell and no one else really of a major note. And it's like this weird fairy tale mixed with reality like 
it's not a fairy tale, but it it feels like a fairy tale, and it's just a sweet little quiet story with characters who I I I don't want to give too much away about because I I think it's it's a movie that I know a lot of people haven't seen, but Colin Farrell is a fisherman. He reels in when he's well, getting his net from the water. Inside is this woman who doesn't remember her name or anything. Or does she? And he, you know, grows a relationship with her. You know, just taking care of her at first and, and things happen. Well, other people who may know her or not, do they know her? Uh, he has a young daughter, uh, an ex-wife. Uh, he used to be a drunk, and it's just, it's it's very good. I really, really like it, uh, but I'd rather not give anything too much away about it because it is 100% a movie I know that most likely nobody who listens to my show has ever seen or probably ever heard of. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's a good place to end it. So, once again, I'm your host, Mark Krishnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and watch them both there, along with some anime reviews, if you so choose. Uh, and speaking of Attack the Backlog, a brand new episode uh, went up yesterday for Yakuza Zero, which was a pain in the ass to record because I just I didn't know how to to talk about the game because of what kind of game it is. And putting together the video was a bit frustrating, and I recorded it all when I was having some serious back issues, which just made it so much more annoying and listening back to it again after i finalized it and and finalized the video and started uploading it i noticed that i said heartbreaking so many times when talking about majima which is what it is but i love that game uh if you are interested in the yakuza zeros or you play the game and want to hear me talk about it for a little bit watch the video as well uh you can go check out the latest episode episode 13 uh, moving on to art, which I make, because I make art, and if you'd like to see that art, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. If you see something you like, click the link, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general, and anything that we do, the art, the reviews, the videos, the podcasts, the what have you, 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 you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way once again that is patreon.com slash pxs and as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoyed this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day